Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menunos. Welcome back. Happy Monday, everybody. My earbud is like screaming in my ear for some reason, even after I had done a mic test. How could that be? <laughs> oh, boy. I'm like... It's like I'm screaming in my own ear. There we go. That's so much better. What did you do, Stephen? I turned your headphones down. Wow. Well, it sounded great before. Uh, Anyhow, our quote of the day, none of us will have any impact or influence if we are quiet. So don't be quiet. Be loud as hell. (laughs) I like that. That's the complete opposite of what I've been told in life. It's always like, shut up. You talk too much. Well, advice... (laughs) Advice doesn't apply to everyone, Maria. That is from our guest today, (laughs) Bozma St. John, who we're so excited to have today because she is a badass, kick-ass female success story who is going to teach us how to kind of, I think, let go of everything holding us back, which is so exciting. Um, In the meantime, thank you guys for joining us as always. And we love what we do. We want to build this community out. Um, if you look at the comments 
it really is making an impact on so many people's lives and you guys are making an impact right back on us. So thank you for that. Share the show with people that you know are going to love it so we can build that community. Uh, But we do have to get to our guest. And so let me introduce you to Bosma St. John. She is the woman redefining badassery. She is... um, highly successful. She's earned a reputation as a trailblazing brand marketing executive and a change agent. She's currently the CMO of Endeavor, a global leader in entertainment, sports, and fashion. Before she joined Endeavor, she was the chief brand officer at Uber, had a global consumer marketing at Apple, um, the head of music and entertainment at PepsiCo. So she has been with some pretty big companies. She was inducted into Billboard's Women in Music Hall of Fame and the American Advertising Federation Hall of Achievement, as well as the Hollywood Reporter's Women in Entertainment Power 100 list and so much more. Today, we're going to talk about her journey, taking up space, which I'm really excited to hear about taking up space, uh, being authentic in the workplace, and how to be a badass just like her. So we're going to take a pause and go get Boz. Ah! Didn't try, by the way. Love that. Um, so we'll be right back with Buzz. All right. So here we are. Thanks for being here. Yay. Thank um, you. I hope that um, Patrick and Ari <laughs> over at WME don't yell at me for stealing you from the office today. I know, right? Well, listen, <laughs> it's a good excuse. Okay. Yes, yes, it, it is. is. Yes, it we is. We were just talking about your childhood because I was trying to confirm before where, where you were originally... I mean, I know you were born in the States, but mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. your childhood was spent, because I saw Nairobi, Kenya, and then I saw Ghana, and I was like, wait, which one? Yeah. And that that response where you said, you know, you were all over, mm-hmm. and when people ask you, you know, your childhood memory yeah. that sticks out, you said it, it's it's kind of everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. I, I really do feel like a global citizen, you know, that um, there isn't like one place that makes me think of home, which actually, when I think about my life, it actually is a good thing. Well, you've made it a good thing. And that's yeah. why I wanted to yeah. even backtrack and have that conversation again yeah. on the air, because um, I think that, you know, making everything, turning lemons into lemonade is mm-hmm. so important. And I think where a lot of people would say, gosh, I really wish I had that because mm-hmm. everyone else who had that seems like they had such a great experience. Um, yeah, the proverbial, you know, like the, the, line, the line on the wall, which marks your growth and all of that. I don't, I don't have any of that. Yeah, my parents were Greek. They didn't do that. Oh, well, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> We were busy like pulling grape leaves off of grapevines okay. and being horrified that my parents were Listen, feeding us trees. And- oh my God. But you know what? It's so funny because like you see commercials or you see these like, you know, movies that make it seem like there's some idyllic, you know, childhood thing, like these things that are supposed to mark a good childhood. And if you don't have it, does that mean you had a bad childhood? Yeah. No, of course not. You know, and even for me, it's like, you know, people ask me all the time, like, oh, my God, what was it like moving around so much? And you were in different places. And I'm like, God, what a blessing. You know, what a blessing. But were you always of that opinion? Did you have to get there in your mind? How do you feel like you were able to see, you know, through the forest and and have that perspective? Because it's so easy to think the grass is greener somewhere else and that someone else had the norm or the better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because yeah. when I think about the fact that you had so many different places you grew up, 
you can't really put your finger on anything. And that's who you became. You're, you're undefinable in a sense because you are so unique and that was all for your benefit. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I am much more appreciative as an almost 43-year-old uh, about my upbringing than I was probably at 12. You know, at 12, of course, I'm, this, at 12 is actually when I feel like the biggest change happened when we moved from Ghana to Colorado Springs, Colorado, which if I were to call any place home, that would be home. Colorado. Uh, Colorado. Yeah. Because I spent, I mean, I got there when I was almost 13 and left when I was 18, when I graduated from high school. And it was a place where I spent the most years, uh, you know, collectively as a kid. Um, but you know, for me, it, it, at the time, and I would say, yeah, when I was, when I was like even little, like I really liked it. I liked to show up on the first day of school. I mean, there were all the butterflies, there was all the, all the fears about getting to recess and not knowing anybody. There was all of that. There was all of the, you know, concerns about the teacher saying my name wrong and me having to correct her probably a few times, right? Mm-hmm. Or whatever new nickname was going to be created that I probably wasn't going to like, you know, and having to correct that. There were all those fears. Um, but I always had a really strong imagination. <laughs> and so I was always really good at like figuring out, well, what's, what's my story going to be this time? You know, what thing, what history am I going to tell my classmates? So I was always, uh, you know, I was always willing to go there in my head about, well, what's the magical thing that I can tell them this time? And I knew that it wouldn't, it wouldn't last anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, by Their attention job, spans I'm are nuts. gone anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> hell, I might as well tell them I was born from unicorns. I don't know. Yeah. You know, whatever, whatever it was going to take. Whatever Which you it was kind of take. were, because you're just so. True. Those are facts. <laughs> facts. Totally facts. I remember when I but, first met yeah. you, I go, who is this? And I think the only other way I could say it is if I met a unicorn yeah. in real life, yeah, that would yeah, be my yeah. reaction. Well, like, whoa. I mean, and I'm also in like rainbow colored everything today. I know, so but that's why I love you because you're unapologetically, you, you, you are not afraid to like be yourself. Mm-hmm. Like I've, mm-hmm. I had to dim myself in so many mm. different ways because I was always so scared of like people not liking me if yes. I was too big. Right. Ooh, girl, I was, I remember being on that. the today show. When you're on the go 24 seven, like me guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. Oh, and because I was too big, mm. people would squeeze my wrist so mm. hard to tell me to shut up mm. while I was live on the air. I won't name who it was. Girl! But man, it was like, <sighs> shut up up and I had such a big spirit and like they just slowly chip away how did you get it yeah 
to stay and Ooh. not let it get chipped away. And did it ever get chipped away? Girl, this this is a whole this is a whole message, a sermon, a testimony, <laughs> a word, a hallelujah. Oh yes. my god! <laughs> um, wow, that just took me to places because I mean it. Uh, yeah, happens. I've I've had same 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 same. Yeah, you know, many 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 a time told that my personality was too big. Uh, it came out in my reviews mostly at work. You know, every year at the end of the year, you get your review. And um, I have talked about before that like I never received a, what I would think of like a glowing review. It always, never. no, never, never. Not like, in my entire career. Never. Hold, not, whoa, not whoa, whoa, hold time. on, hold on. Not, PepsiCo? No. Apple? Nope. Uber? Nope. Okay, this is your first year with Endeavor? Yeah. Okay, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, so now here's the thing. Like you did yeah. that Apple presentation for Apple Music. Yeah. And you were so fun and mm. so big. And I, I watched and I was like, damn, that's how you should be when you present, mm. right? And everyone praised you. And in the public, people were like, she's the best thing we've ever seen on stage. How do your bosses not pull you aside? Because they're jelly. Hey, Hill Squad and Better Together fam. It's been a tough year, but we hear from so many of you just how much our content is helping you heal and get better. And it makes us feel so good. Our team works so hard to deliver this life-changing content. And a lot of you guys ask, how can I have a bigger role in our Heal Squad community? Or how can I do my part to help Better Together continue to uplift even more people? First of all, thank you for that sentiment. And we're so grateful for this community. If you could help us by giving us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts. That's amazing. Second, you could join the Better Together with Maria Menounos Facebook group and Instagram page. Third, you could share the show with a friend in need. And finally, for as little as $10 a month, please join our Patreon to get monthly live heal events with world-class healers, ad-free episodes of our show, and even weekly bonus episodes exclusive to Patreon. Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you. Well, you, you t- take all the seats right now because um, it's interesting that you bring up that particular one uh, because it was maybe one of the first times when I have heard feedback and known for sure that it was wrong. You know, most of the time you get that kind of feedback and you're like, ooh, okay, well, you know what? There's Maybe. always some truth and some criticism. Yes, so yes, let me try yes. to figure out like how do I make people more comfortable? Um, I don't want to over talk my colleagues or whomever, right? So let me figure out how do I, you know, how am I more inclusive? Let me not be that person who's too loud and blah, 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 because it's not always positive and I want to help. Oh and da, 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 da. You know, you always try to figure out, okay, in the criticism, there must be some truth. So let me figure out what the truth is. It was the first time the first time that I heard it and I knew y'all are wrong. A hundred percent. What did they say? How did you decipher that? They said, they literally said, you are too big. We can't see the product when you're talking. They literally said that. I wouldn't have given a shit about the product if you didn't do what you did. No, but that's the thing. But that's what I said. I was like, well, isn't that the whole point is that we should be expressing individuality and connect human emotion and spiritness to this product. And excitement. Yeah, which is supposed to, I mean, we're talking about music, we're talking about entertainment, we're talking about books and news and film. Those are things that drive emotion. It's not about the algorithm, actually. Well, and if you know anything, you yeah. know that 
the only thing people remember is how you made them feel. Oh, yeah. No, exactly. That's that's It's exactly not just it. spitting out statistics yeah. and information. Yeah. But all I could think of was like, you know, by the way, when you ask anybody, and right now we'll take, you know, take a second. Think about a song that makes you fired up. Or think about the first song that you slow dance to. Or is there a song that reminds you of your mother on like Sunday morning? Mm -hmm. Or is there a song that, you know, when you're feeling sad, it makes you feel sadder. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when you really want to cry. Yep, you know what Mariah Carey. Song, Here we go. Okay, exactly. You're just like, I don't want to be lifted up. I just want to go deeper. Mm -hmm. You know, that song. Like those are all emotions. That's not... That's not math. That's not an algorithm. I can't express that you're going to find that song because this bot knows you better. No, I, I have to be excited about it. I have to bring my emotion into it. And you don't have to like the same song I do. But as long as you know that I'm excited about something and I'm feeling the spirit of something, it reminds you of what you feel. And what you and could feel. And that's what I was trying to bring across in that presentation Ooh, girl. And no, the, the, the feedback was not good. But did you get to that point <laughs> where you realized they were so wrong because the public said you were so right? So you had backup? Um, yeah. But I mean, there were, there were criticisms on, on social media too. I mean, we all know that that's not always yeah. the nicest place, but yeah. yeah, there was definitely enough people who were like, holy shit, who's this? Yeah. You know, that it made me feel like, yeah, I, I'm so glad you can see me. Yeah, I'm so glad you can see yeah, me. Yeah, because no one's seeing me. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> right. And no one is seeing me. It's not hard. This is mm. what I tell my husband all the time. I'm like, <laughs> am I so hard to see? Yeah. Oh. How come nobody sees me but Ooh. you? You, Ooh. Tamar Geller, the celebrity mm. dog trainer, and then Gabrielle Bernstein recently. I'm like, why doesn't anybody yeah. see me? Yeah, yeah. You would think, given that we're so big. Right? Like we have big spirits and big personalities. Given all the I'm accomplishments. Six feet tall. Yeah. Black woman, I love big hair and I sparkly don't. Sparkly things. Sparkly <laughs> things. I don't shy away from an earring. Okay? So why wouldn't you see me? I would think it would be very easy to see to. me. You don't want to see me. That's why. Yeah. And, and you don't want to see yourself through me. So how do you, how did you adjust your game mm -hmm. and and or how, how do you get through that? Because mm -hmm. I always talk about the greatest gift you can give someone is to see them. And that's probably because, not probably, it is because I've not been seen. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so I have empathy for that and oh, I understand yeah. it on a deep level. Um, it, it seems like, I mean, that presentation was three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so this was relatively yeah, recently. Yeah, very recently. I'd already, um, I'd already been in C-suite jobs. Yeah. By the time that presentation came around. Yeah. So I've and, already and been also, battling that. How did you not let it break your spirit? Ooh. And I'm sure it did to a degree. It had to yeah, have yeah, because of course, of course. when you're working for these huge companies after, you know, company after company and they're giving you the same notes. Yeah. Like I didn't understand what I was doing wrong out there. I was I didn't want to hurt anybody. Mm -hmm. I only wanted to like make every place I worked at amazing and better. Yes. And I cared so much more than most people. <laughs> and the people who didn't give a shit are the people they loved. Right. Because they didn't intimidate Can you them. Imagine? That's exactly right. You nail on the head. Yes. Took yes. me forever. It took yes. me brain surgery to sit and sit and sit and sit with my thoughts and realize yeah. it all. And wonder. And I had a boss once, I was saying this, I think recently, I had a boss once who was like, you know, you had to cut the shit with all this, you know, magazine cover shit and all mm. these, you know, all this publicity and all of that. You got to end this and get serious. 
And so I was like, oh, okay, because I grew up having to be super obedient. Yeah. So I have that side of me. I have a rebel side too. I'm a Gemini. Right. right. <laughs> so I can be both. But I came home and I told my husband, he goes, what? Yeah. He goes, you don't see what he's trying to do to you? I go, what? And he goes, he's trying to devalue you so he doesn't have to pay you in the next contract. And I was like, oh. And then I'm like, but then but then he won't want to keep me if I don't listen to him. And then what do I do? And he's like, we're going to find another job. And I was like, That's it. That's actually it. That's actually it. Yes. I think it's been a very painful lesson. But that's the lesson, which is that don't stay where you're not seen and where you're not appreciated. It's like... How do we think they're going to appreciate it and like us? If we hide ourselves more, if we bury ourselves, I don't think so. Yeah. Great minds encounter violent opposition from mediocre minds. Ooh. And go where you are celebrated, yes. not tolerated. That's I have correct. a whole quote wall in my upstairs <laughs> With room, all of that. With all of it just to remind yeah. me. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's, it's the reminder. And it's probably the key to this, right? Which is that... I don't believe that I'm in some like holier than thou place where I know better and I don't face any of these things, right? There's still slights that I encounter all the time. Like what? Oh my goodness. Oh, God, girl, this is, it's like, it's almost too much. Like, I don't even know where to start. I mean, there are all kinds of things. There are comments about, yeah, how I look, what I choose to wear, um, the way I express myself. Uh, sometimes the ideas I have, you know, there are all kinds of things, slights all the time, which are just like, you know what, like now that you're in this role, don't you think you should do X? Yeah. You know, as if, as if, yeah, as if you've seen me in this role before. That's this is what I ask now. I'm just like, but you've never seen me before, right? You've never seen a person like me in this job before. So how would you know how it's supposed to look? Yeah. Maybe I'm supposed to define it. Maybe they were wrong. They were wrong. Because they haven't seen it, so how could they tell? Yeah. We're, we're all in this together, and since it's me, I think I know best. And that's just the way I have to move now. But it does take constant reminder. Absolutely. The self-talk, you know, having the army around you. For you, it's your husband, you know? Like I have a, a I'm sure you have a girl group too, you yeah. know, who remind you all of the time. Who I've been feed cultivating into you. it. Yes, they feed into you all the time. And if you don't have that, find it. Yeah, you need those like legs you to the table it. to keep you, need you sturdy. It. It's not necessarily, you know, because sometimes that group, I mean, you know, this is where it's like the balance, right? Sometimes that group in their own need to protect you will try to keep you from doing things. Yeah. Right? But that's not a bad thing. Yeah, they're, they're just, just trying, trying to, to protect, protect you. you. Yes. And so there is a balance to understanding when to feed into that and when not to, right? When to use your own wings to fly. And also when your wings get clipped and you can come back and they can heal you. Yeah. You know, well, there's, there's a real, yeah, there's a real balance to that, but it, it does take practice. The, you know, the, I have a virtual wall, <laughs> you have a real one. I should probably get a real yeah. one, but you have a, you know, I have a virtual one that reminds me about my own worth, you know, and the value that I bring to spaces and that if I am, if there is violent opposition, that it is probably because they just haven't seen it before. And that and doesn't or, mean it's not worthy. And or um, they're afraid of it. Yeah. They are intimidated by it. For sure. Or they want to squash it because yeah. they're mm-hmm. afraid for their job. That's right. That's right. That's right. And sometimes even they wish they could do it. Yeah. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past. But as you know, I am focused 
on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I've met that too. Well, because you're such an individual. Mm. And you're so comfortable being that, mm-hmm. that that scares people. Like I remember yeah. being on the set of E! News and it was um, Will Smith's son. I think his name is Jaden. I think mm-hmm. it was him. And people were making fun of what he was wearing and all that mm. stuff. And I go, guys, we need more individuals. Yeah. I am yeah. so bored of all of us looking the same, mm-hmm. dressing the same, wearing the same stuff. Like we need individuals, yeah. individual thinkers. Yeah. That's how we change the world, not by all looking the same and conforming and doing the same stuff. Right. No, absolutely. I mean, that's what's so exciting, right? About this very moment in time. Somebody else was saying to me a few weeks ago, I'd just seen um, Harriet, which uh, my good friend Cynthia Revo is starring in and it's brilliant. She literally, I mean, she puts her whole foot up in this movie. Okay. Mm. She does such a brilliant job in it. Um, and another person who'd seen it said, Oh my God, I don't even know how they did it back then. I wouldn't have survived because I would have killed everybody. And I was like, that's true. I could, I could see that point, but think about where we're living today. You know, I was like in 200 years, will someone look back at this time and say, girl, I don't know how you did the same work for less money. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and you just, you couldn't get the job because of your skin. Mm-hmm. Like there were, there are things that are happening today, which are unfathomable, I mean, so which we many shouldn't things that accept. Are, that we've regressed back right? into. <laughs> yeah. And so I think about that, you know, yeah. I think about women who have come before me who didn't have what I have, who've been able to persevere. So who am I to complain? Yeah. Oh my God, pushing. I got to keep pushing. I got to keep pushing. I got to make sure that my daughter's generation sees less of this, yeah. that my granddaughter's generation will see less of this, right? Then in 200 years, they'll look back and say, oh, well, if she did it, then I can do, name whatever the thing is. Yeah. Like I, I want to make sure that I continue to push ahead and that even if you haven't seen this before, you haven't seen someone like me before, you're not comfortable with somebody like me before. Well, guess what? Settle in. You can get real comfortable with this right here yeah. because you're going to see more of this in the future. Yeah. So how do you get to that place? And I want to talk about some of the lower moments where you believed mm. it. Mm-hmm. Did you shift your game? Did you try to mute yourself? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There have been many times like that. I mean, even very early on, I mean, we'll take something as, you know, clothes and outer... Ex- yeah, that's the easiest thing to change, yeah, right? Yeah, Well, which is... In some ways. Some, some people say it's superficial, <laughs> you know, and I don't at all. Um, I think it's actually really important. And it's part of the reason why I am so bold in the choices I make on what to wear um, because I, you know, early on when I was at Pepsi's just starting out into my executive career, yeah, the, you know, the examples of the people that I saw at the top were wearing the gray suits and they absolutely didn't look like me. I mean, I'm like rolling my eyes because obviously we know that, but 
the feedback was that I should look like that. Mm-hmm. I remember the first headshot that I ever took, my first corporate headshot. It was at a retreat for the women at PepsiCo. Uh, and they had set up a booth for all of the junior executives who didn't have headshots. Uh, and I showed up and um, my hair uh, was short. I had like a pixie cut like um, Halle Berry mm-hmm. you know, back because that was cute then. It yep. is still cute now, but I was, I was really cute. You were cute. super cute. Then. I was super cute. <laughs> it also happened to be August in New York. <laughs> and so the humidity was on a thousand. And uh, Halle Berry and I don't share similar DNA, okay? <laughs> so our hair follicles are a little different. Mine just poofed out and it was like a small afro is what it looked mm-hmm. like. And I remember coming up to the booth and the woman who was running, it was like, oh, should we get you a brush? You know, maybe a little like hairspray or something just to, you know, she was using her hands to kind of, you know, show that she wanted it down. And girl, my whole stomach, like everything lurched, you know, and I was like, oh, yeah, 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 I should, I should. You know, thinking like, okay, this is my one chance. Like I'm going to use this headshot for, you know, like maybe some panels that I was dreaming about being on maybe someday or, you know, the employee handbook. I don't know. I was like, just, yes, give me the brush. And I sat there. I must have just brushed my scalp raw. I mean, it would not go anywhere. And I remember, I can't even look at the picture today because the the hurt in my eyes, like the the way I... Mm, I just didn't look confident. I didn't look happy. I'm getting emotional thinking about it. I'm putting myself there. I I can totally feel it. You know, just like looking at her, looking at me, judging me, knowing that I didn't look the way I was supposed to look in her eyes. Mm -hmm. I didn't look like an executive in her eyes. And uh, yeah, it's a very, it's a very painful picture for me to look at. I can't look at it. Really, I can't. Because it just reminds me of where I've been. Mm-hmm. You know, and hoping that nobody else has to ever feel like that. Yeah. That you can totally show up in whatever hair <laughs> it is that you have in your natural beauty or in a weave down to your ankles, yeah. you know, uh, or in a sparkly suit or in a gray one if you want. And still be seen as someone who could run a Fortune 500 company. That you can still be an executive, you could be the producer, you could be the writer, you could be anything and look any way that you want to. That it doesn't have to be some image that has been touted for us to sort of like live up to. And that for me is part of the reason why I do show up as boldly as I do. Not just because I love the fashion (laughs) and love to wear my hair different every day. But it's with a purpose now too. Absolutely with a purpose. I want to show up in ways that make you stop. I want to walk in a room and I want you to take a beat. And look at me and wonder and say, okay, now I know that we were expecting the CMO. That's her, right? (laughs) Oh my God. And then, and I I want you to be quiet (laughs) while you consider that and then have me come in the room and then operate on the level at which I operate in. And that maybe next time you see someone that you're not sure of what they do around here, that you won't wonder. Yeah. 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 I was at this um this church. It just reminded me. I was at this church. I'd been wanting to go to black church so desperately mm-hmm. for like almost a year, I think. Uh-huh. And I found myself in there uh-huh. like unknowingly. And the prophet that was talking was saying so many like moving, powerful things. But mm-hmm. one of them was um was you can't 
you have to be good to everybody and show them the same respect because mm-hmm. you never know who's the one coming yeah. with the message. Yeah, yeah. And if you set them aside thinking they're not important enough because, or they don't look like the important one, yeah, you might miss out on that message yeah. that's yeah. being sent to you. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, so for me, because I grew up with parents who were janitors and mm. I always have super, super high levels of, of respect for people you know, from any job level yeah. because of that. But, you know, when you're when you're the CMO of a company, but you're not dressed like one, I mean, that's a whole other level of thing. <laughs> um, but it's kind of the same thing because if they set you aside and they think that she's just, you know, you're just some fun yeah. person that just ended up in there right. by accident yeah. Yeah. and they disregard you, that's going to be their biggest mistake. Oh, big, big mistake. <laughs> it's like, don't ever do it. Don't ever do it. Yeah. You know, but also knowing that, uh, you know, I move into spaces that do cause people to stop and pause. You know, and that that I have to be okay with that too, because mm-hmm. that can be very disconcerting. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not something easy, you know, in yeah. which like you're always being stared at, or you know that people are going to wonder or, or and try to ignore the stares. You know, that's that's not an easy thing to uh, to face on yeah. every single occasion. Totally, I mean, it, is, it is very difficult, and you have to you have to really be in a centered place. And that's what I try to do before I walk out of my house. Do you meditate? I don't meditate, but I pray. Okay. You know, that's your own, version. Yeah, my own version. Um, do you um, have a hard time with jealousy? Oh, yeah. And how do you deal with that? Oh, that's a tough one, too. Um, I mean, I think there are levels to jealousy. You know, like anything else, there's always dimensions to mm-hmm. things. Um, and there is the kind of jealousy, which, of course, is menacing you know, in which people are actively trying to do something to bring you down because they're jealous of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and they need to take you out yeah. so they can't have to face right, it every right. day. And there's different ways I deal with that. Again, like every situation is different. Um, sometimes it is the right thing to run. <laughs> yeah, I like and that, that. And that's okay. <laughs> no, really. I'm just like, why Why sit there and get hurt? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like sometimes that's okay. Like there's no... Like even from a job where yes, you're like, okay, yeah, because I've, I've, I've run. Yes, there's yeah. no shame I run real fast. There's no shame. I'm in like, fact, the second it's yes. happening, not the second, but like the second the pattern is like mm-hmm, clear mm-hmm. that you're not going to be able to survive it. Yes. I start digging my ditch that's to get correct. out. Get out. Yeah. Immediately. Right. And then there's the jealousy, which maybe is not menacing. It's not going to harm you physically or emotionally or spiritually, but it can infect other people. Mm-hmm. That one, I also then try to go out to my sources, right? And try to combat that with other people, right? So then, How? oh, that means like, you know, it, it's the proverbial like making friends. Yeah. You know, it's like your count, it's like the counter programming. So do you basically, through your posse, let them know they have nothing to be insecure about. That's right. Yeah, like yeah. that. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way. 
T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the way. T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Yeah. 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 And also it's the um, educating giving them. people positive things to say about you when the other person is saying something negative. I mean, like you were talking about, you know, your boss or whomever that said, you know, why should you be on magazine covers and the PR and da, 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 da. I mean, I get the same kind of feedback, right? It's like, you're an executive. Like, I don't know why you're on social media so much. Yeah. Has anyone heard of Andy Cohen? Why is it okay for him? <laughs> well, why is it okay for okay. him? Why is it okay for him? That's he's correct. A guy. Well, that part. And so for me, I'm like, listen, perhaps like we should talk about the positive things that I garner, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, so I start spreading that word. It's like, oh, did you see that post I did like a couple of days ago? There was this woman who commented, ooh, and it just changed my whole life. Let me tell you what she said. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like that, it, giving other people another narrative to talk about it. Because when that jealous person comes around and says, oh, gosh, you can't stop posting. I don't know why she's posting so much. And they're like, yeah, but I just saw this post where this woman said, and now they're essentially parroting what you told them yeah. is the counter programming that also helps. That's such genius and, advice. And, and there's the jealousy, which is actually benign, you know, it's the kind that can be a little dangerous because people want to then be like you and they want to suck all of the energy out of you because they're just trying to get what you have. That one, I always try to also sort of buffer, right? Which is that like, okay, listen, I know, I know you really like me. You like my shoes. You like my skirt. You like my energy. You want to be in my ear every day, all day. Can we set aside like 15 minutes in a week and just, we could just vibe and just, you know, we could just talk and catch up. And then that way it's, you know what I'm saying? We can both manage this. That works really well. Really? Oh yeah. So you give them like boundaried time. Yes, boundary time where you can now, you feel even better because now you have one-on-one time. And therefore, you don't have to feel like you got to suck up all my air all day, every day and in my space. And by the way, it doesn't have to be once a week because that person can also be very draining. It can be once yeah. a month. It, can, it doesn't even need to be in person. It's like, hey, let's just listen. This will be like a text date. OK, I'm going to be on at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Stop all right. It. I will answer your text in 24 seconds. All right. <laughs> so, let's have knock con- it off the plate. Girl, uh, yes, exactly. I'll be available until 815. Let's get this popping. You know, and if they don't hit me, oh, I'll hit them. Hey, girl, what you doing? Got to get it done. Weren't we supposed to be texting? Where are you? Looking for you, looking for you, looking for you. If you don't answer me within five minutes and our date is done. It's over. You know what I mean? But yeah, you know, I do do that kind of stuff. Lots of tricks over the years to help uh, really balance and mitigate any energies that would drain me or take away from my peace. Yeah, because that's the thing that's so hard is, is surviving and thriving yeah. These situations yeah. is but how also, do I <clears throat> it's also like turning the perspective around. It's mm-hmm. kind of like how we began the conversation about like, okay, if you're moving around a lot, is that a good thing or a bad thing? And I turned it into a good thing or see it as a good thing, right? Um, some people don't do well with all of these energies that I'm talking about. You know, mm-hmm. somebody who's like, oh my God, I don't want to do counter narratives and I don't want to set aside time to text somebody back. And I just, I don't have the time to do it. Well, listen, you don't, you don't have to do that. But for me, I've turned it also into like learning. I've become really good at my elevator pitch. I've become really good about boasting about myself because of the counter narrative. I can tell you right now the amazing things I've done. I don't have to think about it. Because I've, I've been telling it. 
Yeah. I've been doing it. You know, so to me, it's not like, oh my God, this is so draining because now I got to battle these people that oh, are talking so much shit about me. It's like, no, I can, I can tell you right now all the amazing things because I've been doing it. I've been telling other people yeah. so they can tell that story. <clears throat> and it's a really positive practice for us. You know, especially as women, we have such a hard time boasting about ourselves. And I think it's one of the detrimental things to our own success and sometimes Mm -hmm. our promotions and our money and all those things is that we can't tell the story about how great we are. Yeah. Or I am. You know, I tried to not do the we thing too much because that's how we also get ourselves in trouble. It's so true, though. Because I just sat there and I was like, yeah, if someone asked me, I, I would like be stuck yeah, no. because I'm not out there doing that mm-hmm. because, <clears throat> you you know, I've been trained not to. Yes. Right. And so I feel right. like it's such a great um, piece of advice for women who are listening to, you know, start building that list mm-hmm. of who you are, what you've done, yeah. your accomplishments. Yeah. Um, I remember going to a job, I was getting paid a lot Uh of money Uh to come in and do this show. And um, from day one, I kind of realized something was off. Mm. And I was like, hmm, why is this is weird? Okay. So when, you know, we try to figure it out, it, you know, bombs just exploded. And so I sat with the producer and Uh-oh. I said, what, what, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> this is my first day. Yeah. Um, I couldn't possibly have done anything yet right, <laughs> for you to right. want to hate me when you're paying me so much money to come in and do this job. Right. And this person said that I needed to earn it. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I, I've hosted for years. Yeah. Um, my accomplishments are, you know, New York Times bestselling author. Yeah. Um, I've been the youngest um, as a host on the Today Show, yeah. I've reported for Nightly News, the most prestigious news organization in the world. Um, and then Girl, I just kept going. Up. And keep, I was like, going. and I hosted Entertainment Tonight at 22 years old. Yeah. Um, wh- where else do you need yeah. me to go? Right, to and, earn this. And it was just this person putting holding me down mm-hmm. for a man mm. um, to make a man comfortable. And it was about the mind games that were about to start mm, to mm. keep me in line, crush me so that yeah. they could build me up and make me their success story, not my own success story. And it's so unbelievable what mm. people do yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah. But that's the whole that's the whole game. You know, the hope is that you don't value yourself. That's the that's the game. Yeah. They're hoping that you don't value yourself. And I feel like we know we have value. Yeah. But we don't know how to own it. Yes. And so express it. How do you own it and express it? Yes. Please teach yes. me. Yes, yes. And yes. everyone else. Yes. Well, this is part this is part of the the exercise, the practice of understanding your own value, verbalizing it, saying it. You know, we, we kind of like philosophically do it all the time. I know I'm worth a lot. Yeah. You know, pay me. I know I'm worth it. Yeah, but if I ask you to tell me, just like you just did, you know, what are the things that make you valuable? What are the things you've done that make you so valuable? People start to sweat. Their armpits start to itch. They start blinking fast. They don't know what to do with their hands. They get nervous. Practice. Yeah. Practice saying, I did blank. And it doesn't, you know, I love what you said about us being taught. 
<laughs> because that's actually true. I mean, we're taught from very, very early, very, very mm. young to be humble, to be quiet, that to we not to be perfect. Do, yes, to be ladylike and all of the code words that come along with that. And boys and men are told to be aggressive and outspoken and speak up. Yeah. Right? Use your voice. Make it big. You know, like they, they're told these things, they're taught these things. And so for me, part of my practice, and believe me, I still do it, which is it like literally practicing the affirmations of your own successes. Mm -hmm. Do it small if you, if you feel uncomfortable, right? Try it. Try it over lunch, <laughs> you know, yeah. with the next time you go to dinner, next time you go to lunch with somebody, it could be a friend, of course, you know, somebody, you know, try it. I mean, I'll just say, you know what I did seven years ago that I'm really so proud of? Try that. See how it works. See how it fits. Yeah. And then do that again and again and again. Try it on random people. That's my favorite thing. You know, you're at the store, you're purchasing something. Stop it. You don't do this. <laughs> oh, I sure do. Oh, oh my I, God. I love oh, you. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. You know, people at the register. Oh, yeah. You know, they'll be like, oh. What an interesting name. I'll be like, mm -hmm, yes. Well, you know, actually, you should look for my name. I was just in an article the other day. Yeah, Forbes wrote about me. Mm. I'm one of the most influential CMOs of all time. You should look it up. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, yeah, it's my favorite. You know what? It's so funny because we're so we're taught that like we shouldn't boast and yes. that somehow yes. that's like, you know, terrible yes. and awful. You, I, I can, I, maybe like one person, I can think of maybe one person who was like, oh, you know, who had like kind of a bad reaction. Almost everybody else is like, get out of here. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my God. What was your name again? Wait, let me write that down. Yes. That is the reaction I get. Yeah. That is the reaction I get. Yeah. And the Try, rest of I'm us are turtles you, in our shells listen, and we only pop our little heads out when we have to. Yes. Like I had to in yes. that moment with that executive. Try it, try it, try it, try it. I'm telling you, you will be so much more confident next time that you actually have to do it. Yeah. You know, so just try it out on little, little, little bits, little, little increments. No one will know you're doing the exercise with you. So you don't have to go fast. You don't have to go too far if you don't feel comfortable, but just try. As a first time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. I, every single day. Yeah. Make it a practice. Every single day. Say it to someone. Pick yeah. something that you have done that you're proud of. Think about it in the morning. Make that your goal. Okay, what is the thing I'm proud of? And then go out in the day and try to insert it into some conversation. Use I did blank. Yeah. You know what? Try that. The other thing that's interesting is... If you are accomplished, you also forget. Oh, yes. So it took me to watch an old reel mm. to remember that I've done so many incredible, mm. high-level, insane things Amazing. that no one would know. Yeah. Like, 
people may know who I am and may know me from one or two things. Yeah. But if I gave you the, the whole kitten and caboodle, I mean, I've performed, I've sang in front of 300 million people. Come on. Come on. At Eurovision. I've wrestled at WrestleMania. Come on. <clears throat> like if I Wait, you gave know, I, you the I forgot girth, that. I forgot yeah. that just now. Oh my God. That was my That's right. Yeah. And so Come if I on. gave you the girth of everything, See what so I'm I have to look back at it to remember myself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. writing these things down so that you remember who you are. Mm. When you go out, it's like your protective shield. It's like, wait, no, I am worth it. I am yes, valuable. I am, I am valuable. important. That's right. So that that way, and bringing it kind of full circle to the whole review process, you know, when I was sitting in that seat across the desk from whomever manager was giving me the review, oh, I already had the tape in my head. I already had the tape running, telling me all of the accomplishments, all of the things I've achieved, all of the greatness that I've already overcome and what I have next to do. Therefore, when they're coming at me with all this stuff, I'm just like, wait, hold on. Um, okay, so let's just let's just rewind this a little bit. What about when this happened? And what about these results? And what about this thing that I led? And what about this that I remember that somebody sent me an email about telling me how great it was? What about yeah. those things? Do those things not count? Because I don't see them written down anywhere in, in this. Uh, and then watch them pause. Because <laughs> they have nothing to say. They have nothing to say. They have nothing to say. <clears throat> but that does say? take practice. It does take practice because it's not automatic. You know, we have to unlearn all of th- all of these things. It does still make me feel uncomfortable when I have to tout like all of these amazing things. Yes. You know, because we've been told that we shouldn't be boastful. We've been told that that's not nice. It's not polite. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you're trying to remember that you actually have to practice these things in order yeah. for it to feel comfortable, in order for people to see you. Well, and also the other thing is, is you can't expect your bosses always to know everything you did. Oh yeah. Unless you tell them. Girl, say that part again. Yeah. Yes. Unless you tell them. So it's hard. You know, I saw it actually in our company at AfterBuzz TV. We have Mm -hmm. um, a digital broadcast network Mm -hmm. where we produce after shows. And so we brought in a new hire in the last year Mm -hmm. and he's constantly emailing and texting us accomplishments. (laughs) And... I would have been terrified to do that right. at my jobs. Like, yeah. hey, here's what got accomplished. Here, isn't this so exciting? But he has such a way with it where it's yeah. like, look at how great the company is doing. This is something new we launched and it's doing great. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. So yeah. guess what? At the top of my head, I'm thinking, wow, he's amazing. He's amazing. Because he's telling me he's All amazing. All of the things. Yes. Constantly right? telling you that he's amazing. And we should do that. It's funny. Kevin always talks about um, Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey Circus. Uh-huh. Why was it the greatest show on earth? Because they told you. Because they it told was like, us. It was literally their tagline. Exactly. We, we don't know. We were like, uh, was there another Yeah, that was greater? I don't think so. But guys can do that so much easier, oh, I yeah. feel like, than yeah. women. Yeah. And, and it's exhausting. For yes. me, it was exhausting. I remember at one point I had to start keeping tabs because yeah. people were making me feel so unworthy and so mm. invaluable. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, wait, I just got the number one exclusive. I got the Obama family interview. Yeah. No one's gotten it. Listen. I, I, what? <sighs> How? How? And, How? And and How? but the other thing is, in a non in in the the non malicious way, yeah. Unless you tell them, yeah, they can't even get through their day. No, they're so exhausted. They're so dizzy. They've got a sick family member. Yeah. Whatever it is, they've got other things. So you need to be able to say, hey, here, you know, we're talking yeah. about the year in review. Here are the things that yeah. I have done. Yeah. I hope they've been valuable to you. Yes, I yes. found it really rewarding. Right. Tell me what you think. Maybe you start the meeting. Right. 
well, I'm always a fan of being proactive and even being proactive in um, the way of, of gathering friends to do your talking for you too. This is another trick that you can use, okay. right? So I actually learned this from Jimmy Iovine and Brian Grazier um, when I worked for Jimmy at Beats. And uh, I thought it was just the most fascinating thing. By the way, also new lesson because I was like four years ago. Um, <laughs> but it was so amazing because I found that they would talk about each other in rooms where they weren't in, in obviously positive ways. Jimmy did it all the time for Brian, all the time. I can't tell you, I can't count how many Apple meetings that I was in talking about content where he didn't bring up Brian's name. Wow. It was incredible. I've never seen anything so like that in my life. So was it a pact they had? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, was, it. it was very much agreed to. Oh, absolutely. And so then I was like, ooh, girls, listen, this is what we're going to do. Stop it. Me and my friends. Oh yeah. So there's four of us in my little group. So you have cheerleaders. Oh yeah. No, but the thing is, the important thing is to feed each other information. We have a, a group chat, a WhatsApp. And our job is to always put in the things that we are doing, that we are working on. Um, it doesn't always need to be completed actions. It can be just things that you're working on or thinking about. And the job within that week, so it's Monday, we do it every Monday morning. The job that week is to incorporate something that another friend is doing into your conversation. Last week it was Cynthia. So I said that during this conversation. Wow. You see what I mean? Like you've, you've, got, you've got to bring it in. So you've got to find ways to talk about them in ways in which obviously is natural to the conversation, but you are consciously bringing in their achievements or the things they're working on so that they're a part of the conversation. And they're doing that for me. So wow. they, they, have, they have an assignment of things that I'm working on or things that I've done or things that I just want out in the ether. And it's their job to also talk about So they're things. like your cheerleader slash publicist. Hell yeah. And you are for each other. That's right. But by the way, we're better together. Yes. That's what this is all about. We're, we're supposed to help each together. other. Yes. Wow. So we should all take that. It's like, do you have, maybe it's one friend, you know, to keep it like Jimmy At and school, Brian. like even moms, right? Like yeah. mom hatred is so difficult to oh, get past, right? Man. So yes, even if you sure. did it with your mom's club where, yeah. you know, you've got the ma the mean moms and yeah. like the few of you band together and yeah. like, you know what? She was such a great mom. I saw her take her yes. daughter like that. Yes. Damn, this could be applied everywhere. No, really. I, and actually, um, after I saw it with Brian and Jimmy, I heard about the Obama administration, that women in that administration, I might get it wrong, but that in meetings, um, they would essentially like support each other with the comments, right? So typical in most meetings, you get over-talked, right? Or you throw an idea yeah. out there, nobody listens to it until a man says it, and then they're like, oh, that's a good idea, Bob. Did you hear that? <laughs> Did you hear what Bob said? And you're like, I said it first. God damn it. You know, but it happens all the time. Yeah. So their pact was to make sure that they each other were heard in meetings. So if I said something, Maria, you'd be like, both. That was great. I love that idea. In fact, what I heard you say is, and then you would parrot it back just to make sure. Stop it. Yes. Oh, they did that. Wow. And so then wow. I start to incorporate that too within my, so in my circle of executive friends, right? When we're in meetings together. Oh, absolutely. Oh, there's not one meeting I go into now, even today where I haven't pre had the, my little pre-meeting and talk about whatever I'm going to say in the meeting and how I need you to support it when we're in the meeting. This is mind blowing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny enough, you know, so Elaine Welteroth wrote about it in her book. Oh, yeah. Because I, because I, I did that when she became the editor in chief of Team Vogue. She was coming in for her first meeting with Apple, uh, and they were, you know, just you 
know, she was having a little bit of a tough time, right? She was the youngest black yeah. woman, like, I mean, Beautiful. talk about the pressure of having that kind of job. And um, it was a sales, it was a sales call, really, uh, with the, the heads of her sales team, um, the publishing team, to essentially get dollars, right? And she had an idea for something that she wanted to do, a piece of content that was meeting some resistance. Uh, and the funny thing is I didn't know any of that. I didn't know any of that. And Elaine and I were like relatively new friends at the time. And so I called her, you know, maybe three days before the meeting. Cause I saw it on my calendar and I was like, Hey, so, um, you're coming in in three days. It's going to be me. And I named a bunch of people on my team who are going to be part of it. I was like, I know you're coming with a crew. I was like, what are you going to talk about in the meeting that you need my support on? And she, and she did like what your face just did. Like I heard her pause. It's just like, um, you, you yeah, want she, to help she was like, me? she was like, I don't, she was like, I don't know what you mean. Like, you know, should I get the sales people on the call? I was like, no, 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 no. Is there anything? It could be met with resistance or maybe everybody agrees. I was like, I don't know what your situation is, but is there anything that you're going to come in here and talk about that you want me to support? Tell me now. So that when it comes up, I know how to support you in that moment. And she Girl, she almost started crying. She was like, I'm sure. Oh my God. She was like, okay, let me call you back. <laughs> let me collect myself. I was like, no problem. I was like, you have three days. I was like, so you figure out what it is that you want. I was like, and by the way, it doesn't have to be one thing. It'll be two things. Give me a list. So I come in, I'll have my notes. So you tell me what it is. And then she called me back the next day and she had like a few points for me. And believe me, when I got into that meeting, that's exactly what I did. Oh my God. Yeah. So even in that way, yes, better together because I'm supporting you while we're yeah. in the moment. We are together. I'm uplifting your voice. I'm helping you do that. But also when I'm not in the room, like what are the things that I want you to know so that you could tell somebody else when I'm not around? Yeah. You know, the things that you can incorporate into your daily conversation, which will exalt me and help me. Yeah. Because the odds are stacked against you, especially when you're starting somewhere. Oh, Everyone's yeah. looking at you with the third eye. And Absolutely. You can't even like... I've had the situation where I would start a new job and the old job would plant horrible press about me to torpedo me before I took off. Yes. I've had mm. the, the most extreme where people even hired digital street teams to plant nasty you know what? comments about me that then the press picked up on. It's like, everybody hates Jeez. Maria. I did the SAG Awards You're and like, it was like, what? everybody hates Maria. And guess what? The executives believed it. See? They freaking believe they, they weren't smart. It. They're well, all fired now. Okay, anyway, well, there's um, that. But they but still believed it. Yeah. And so to have somebody yeah. give you some like wind at your yes. sail. That's what yes. I kept begging for. I'm like, God, when am I going to get a little wind in my right. sail? When, when am I going to get a little something? Yeah. And but so, you know what's so interesting is that I've also now so in addition to like the the girlfriends who can talk about you, you know, when you're not in the room. In addition to the how can I exalt your conversation inside of the meeting, my new practice is to actually be proactive in that. And so you may not know anyone going into that new job or going into that meeting, but if you can pick up the phone, call whomever you know is going to be there and ask for their help. Now that takes some vulnerability. Wait, hold on. Yeah, So girl. I get a new job mm -hmm. at the Today Show. Yes. You are yes. going to call me and ask me for help? No, you are going to call me. I'm going to call you. I'm, I'm the executive producer, okay? Got it. We don't know each other. We know of each other. Maybe I, I hired you, okay? Um, actually, maybe I didn't hire you. I'm, okay. I'm sort of on the side, okay? But I've got the ear of the person who hired you, yeah. okay? You're going to call me and you're going to say, Bose, 
we don't know each other. We're about to start working together. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really interested in what's happening culturally there. And I know that the atmosphere could be maybe a little rough for somebody who's coming in. Do you think you could help me with that? I just, I just need some help understanding the lay of the land. You know, where are the landmines? Um, is there anything I need to know before I come there? You know, this is my platform. So my platform is about women's empowerment. And I really like to do stories around that. And so that's what I'm going to try to do in addition to the other things that I'm going to be asked to do. Do you think you can help me with that? Can you, can you help me understand? So you just like, put her in a position where yeah. she needs to be a woman that's empowering you Correct. in a sense too with that one little thing Absolutely. you threw in there. Absolutely. Like do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Call, make the call, ask for help. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. Now that, that that's, that's like- next level. That's, that's PhD levels now, okay? Wow. <laughs> but practice with other things first, you know? And then, yeah, get there. Oh, I, I did it in this job. I absolutely did it in this job. Wow. I called um, Jennifer Rudolph Walsh. Who was the head of um, lectures and books at WME. And so after I'd I'd had the job, I'd gotten my offer. It hadn't been announced yet. uh, And I called her and I was like, so uh, you don't know this yet. Nobody knows. So don't leak it now. Mm Because I was coming from Uber. So it was about to be a, a really big problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and you have to place your trust in someone you oh, don't even yeah, know. Exactly. Which is scary. It's very scary. Because you don't know who's going to blow you up. You I know. know. You don't know. I've had to keep it a secret you from know. my parents oh, yeah, yeah, because I'm terrified. Know. You don't know. But I had heard so many terrible things, you know, about this space and about Hollywood and especially yeah. about agent life and people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd, I'd ha- you know, everybody thinks they're doing you a favor by telling you all the scary things. And so I was coming in quite scared, to be yeah. honest. I mean, imagine me being scared after coming from Uber, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which was like the worst place on the planet. <laughs> and I was still scared, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I called her and we'd, we'd had some interaction before and we had, you know, mutual friends and whatnot, but we weren't necessarily, I wouldn't say that we were close, but I did call her. I had her phone number. So I called her and I was like, so here's the thing. This was about to happen. I was like, and I really, I need your help. I need to understand the lay of this land because I certainly don't want to come in and blow up. And then I laid it on thick. I was like, listen, I'm going to be a black woman out here, you know, black woman executive in this company. And we've got all kinds of issues. Like I need your help. I need not to explode. And if we need more of me in this type of place and we need more women executives and we need more black women in this space and help me. Yeah. And that, it was like one of the best calls, not just because like, I think she's a dope person, but because like she actually took it on like as her own mantle. Wow. Homegirl came out. Like she came, she came out so hard that at my, oh my gosh, I didn't even put this together. She came on so strong that at the town hall where I was first introduced to the entire company, by the way, it was like people were live streaming in, Ari was up there, Mark was, Patrick, (laughs) everybody's waving the flag like, you will not believe the new person we have. And Jennifer, I don't even know how this happened. I have to go and ask her actually. Um, She did my interview on the stage. And she placed questions that allowed me to talk more about like my background. And shine. And Girl. You see what I mean? They're like, I don't know. And I have to actually have to go back and ask her. But I don't know if, if not for the call that I made to her, if not for the advocacy that I asked of her, yeah. if she would have gone that extra step to do it. I yeah, because you, you put yourself out there. Yeah. And, and yeah. that's scary. Oh. It's really scary because like you said, you know, you don't know, you don't know who to trust, but I do, I mean, I'm an optimist for sure. 
And I do believe in the overwhelming good of people. And I think that most people would rather help you than hurt you. Mm -hmm. And so if you give them the opportunity to do that, if you are vulnerable to them, it's it's almost like they see like a little puppy. You know what I mean? That they can help. You yeah. know what I mean? They're just like, oh, isn't she so sweet? Oh my God. She needs my help. Yes. Everybody loves to be a savior. Everybody wants to be needed. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. So give it to them. Let them help you. Why not? Doesn't mean you're weaker. I didn't feel like I was less of an executive or less of a strong woman because I asked for help. Yeah. Well, it's also, it's like building your soldiers. Yeah. Right? Because yeah, absolutely. you need your team. You need people to be on your side yeah. and help you. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually wanted it. You know, this wasn't a game. This is not a ploy. I didn't trick her. You know, this it yeah. wasn't, a, it's, it's still not a game to me. You know, yeah. I need her. I need yeah. her support. I need her advocacy. We can't do anything alone. No, absolutely not. So, so let's do that. You know, like try and be proactive about it. Make the wow. call. Be vulnerable. Wow. 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 <laughs> I love that your nickname is Bose and you worked for Bose, by the way. Oh, <laughs> Well, you know, you know what's so funny? Actually, actually, (laughs) there was one point where um, at Beats, the the headphones got banned by the NFL uh, because of the Bose partnership. And I remember walking into the office the next day and everybody was celebrating because it was that kind of counterculture type thing where, you know, you're like so excited. And Jimmy was like, wait a minute. He was like, can we not call you Bose anymore? And I was like, what, are you out of your mind? I was like, first of all, I was here before that brand. So I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, I'm, so no, funny. I'm not. Oh, he, he loves to cackle about that, that story too. Oh my God. <laughs> I love it. Um, we are out of time. I oh, think you have to actually get to work. We are? Oh yeah, probably. Um, so I, I'm getting, <laughs> gotta get to the office. <laughs> I'm getting the wrap, even though I have so much more I want to, I want to get from you. So we're going to have to do this again because this was so therapeutic for me. And I know every woman who is listening learned so much from you. I have to ask for someone that is such a like free spirit and an individual thinker, Mm. you've gone to corporations Mm -hmm. and you haven't worked for yourself yet. Yeah. Is that in the horizon at some point? Because <laughs> at some point, the confines are just going to be so friggin' annoying I know, for you. I know. I mean, they were for uh. me. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, look what happened. I'm like allergic. Um, it's so funny. I have been I have been asked to do that a lot. Like almost at every juncture where there was like, you know, an inflection moment where you're thinking about like, okay, I really hate this place. I got to find a new place to be. And somebody inevitably has said, well, why, why are you doing that? Like, why don't you just start your own thing? Oh my God, you'd make so much money. You'd be so successful. Um, And I really feel like my calling is to be in these corporate spaces, you know, in these spaces where it's very difficult to get in and to show any difference. That if I did it on my own, it would just be it'd be almost normal. People would expect that. They'd be like, yeah. yeah, of course, look at her. She's like such an individual. She created her own thing and she's living her own life and she's doing da da da. But when I'm in these spaces where it's so unexpected, I feel like I'm breaking the mold. Mm. And I don't know if there is another person who can do it but me. It's a little so mission driven. Hell yeah. I love that. <laughs> so we can't steal you to help us build the new GMA. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that was just my way of finding out. But I can get you to help me spread the word. Hell yeah, clearly I am here for you, sister. Okay. And yes. I am right here for you too. Um, we always end the show um, finding out from our guests how they are getting better. Mm. So Bose, how are you getting better every day? Oh, man. Oof. Well, lately I have been working out. I've taken on okay. a new fitness regimen. 
uh, which is helping me to get better because I'm feeling stronger in my body Mm -hmm. and it's also helping me in my mind. Uh, It's just been a little over a year of this practice and I I feel better than I've ever felt in my life. Oh, cool. Is it like weights and stuff? Oh, yeah. Weights, cardio, conditioning, the whole thing, all of it. Yeah, it's been quite a journey. Do you have but... to do that at like three in the morning? Because I know like yes, work is. I do. I get up at. I do it at five thirty. Oh my god! So I, I, yeah, Ew. I wake up at five. Yeah, five workout five thirty yeah. in the office by when? Well, I take my daughter to school. Okay, so she goes at seven forty-five. I am usually in a meeting at nine thirty. And then, yeah. how late does your day go work-wise? Um, well, I really, I really like to have dinner with my daughter, mm-hmm. so I try to be home by six thirty at the very latest. Whoa! Yeah. For someone in the agent world, that is like yeah. an yeah. accomplishment. Yeah, yeah. No. That means you have to hustle through your day. Oh, absolutely. Oh, there's I don't waste no any time. Breath. Oh, you can ask my assistant. I don't, I don't waste time in the office. Oh, absolutely not. It's back to back to back. I'm scheduling bathroom breaks. All of that. I mean, I'm I'm very serious about it yeah. because if I don't do that, the day will get away from me and then yeah. it'll be eight o'clock and I'll still be in the office. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to live that life. Wow. Yeah. So everything is scheduled so that I can get home and be with her and manage my mommy life like I work, like my wow. work life. <laughs> I love it. I love you. I am so glad we got to do <laughs> Thank this. Thank you. I remember when I first met you, I was like, we need to get her on the oh, show. Gosh. And I mean, this was so much better than I could have ever oh. imagined. So thank you so this much. This was wonderful. Thank you. And thank you for showing me this wonderful space you've created. Thank like you. what a testimony, Thank you. you know, to being great in like really seizing the own, your own reins. Like what, what a testimony. I'm inspired Thanks. by that. Thank so you. thank you for having me. Thank, thank you. you. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, what have we learned? Everything. Everything. Mother of God. Steven, first, I want to start with you. Because <laughs> you looked at me at one point with a face I don't think I've ever seen. I don't think I've ever met somebody so sure of themselves in the best of ways and just knowing exactly like this is who I am. This is what I do. I do it well. I can walk into a room. I can own it. Whatever they say, I will take the good stuff, leave the bad. Like without being without being cocky, without being like straight up, it was just yeah. it was fact. Yeah. Her existence was fact. Oh, that was such a great line. Her existence was fact. But wouldn't like, it be awesome if all of our existences were fact? The the thing about like the f- getting together with a meeting, like, you know, so many I I swear to God, I wish I had this advice like when I a year ago when I started um running after buzz Mm -hmm. because there's so many times where you meet like opposition in meetings and you meet like, you know, we hire new people. It's like, how do I get, how do I get those people on my side without being just like delivering and just catering to everything they do? Well, it's like, okay. And it's weird because me and Roxy already kind of do this where it's like, Hey, what are the things that we really need to get across and make sure that we're on the same page on, but like to take it to another level, what do you need my support on? Yeah. It's like recruiting help so that as the new people that are coming in, they know that you are the leader of the company. That's super important. And then you know that you don't have to like suck ass to get them to like you and then not be able to tell them what they need to hear. Cause I feel like that happens a lot where you feel like you can't give them direction or whatever. It's yeah. well, it's like if you, if you support them where they want it, then if you don't support them where they don't ask for it, they're not going to hold it against you. Yeah. 
Steph, what did you learn? Oh my gosh, my notes are so extensive. <laughs> I think it's it's not even that she it, she's not always sure of herself. That's the point. She gets it. She gets how to be just an a human and excel in all of the ways that she's supposed to be excelling and not let other people's opinions question her existence. Yeah. She understands that flaws make her perfectly imperfect and she it just has such command over what what she sees for herself. Yeah. I but- love that she wants to stay in the corporate space when she said that was so special because you don't see black women like this owning yeah. spaces like that. And for other younger black women seeing her in that space, she is the one who can change it. Totally. But, but not even just black women, but like people who are not fitting the cookie cutter stereotype yep. of what a corporate position is. Like she checks everybody. I had a weird vision of like 50 years from now, you go to court and your lawyers wearing like Kanye shirts and stuff like that. Cause it's yeah. just like, at what point do we get rid of the stereotypical corporate casual or the corporate yeah. look? Yeah. Like at totally. what point are people allowed to be judged on their merits as opposed to the, the role that they dress to fit? Totally. I, I am so lit. I'm so inspired. I am I'm just so excited about life now. I don't know why. Like she just lit a whole other thing for me. Um, And I hope she did for you too. Thank you again for listening to Better Together with me and company. (laughs) Please help us by rating, commenting, subscribing on Apple Podcasts. Please join our Patreon because we are doing more episodes on there that like this that you can be getting. Um, Of course, if you want to email us, bettertogetherwithmaria at gmail.com or you can visit mariamenunos.com. And if you want to join Patreon, it's patreon.com backslash mariamenunos. Follow us at mariamenunos at badassboz, B-O-Z. Steph at Steph Sabra at Steve Lemieux photo. And remember, be nice people, make good choices and be present. Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better. And it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it. And we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.